0: This is Pet Life Radio. Let's talk pets.
1: Hello, Pet Lovers. This is Michelle Byrne, your host on Best Sets for Pets. Today, it's all about water, hydration, and the best way to make sure your pooch or cat is drinking. I have a great guest with me, and we're going to talk about some great products for you. Stay tuned. We'll be right back.
0: Take a bite out of your competition. Advertise your business with an ad in Pet Life Radio podcasts and radio shows. For more information on how you can advertise on the number one pet podcast and radio network, visit PetLifeRadio.com slash advertise today. Let's Talk Pets on PetLifeRadio.com. Welcome
1: back, everyone. I'd like to welcome Kelly Yerumchuk. She is the Water and Feed Category Manager for PetSafe. Welcome, Kelly. Thank you. Thank you for having me on. I'm so excited to have you on. Okay, one of my favorite, favorite things of all of the stuff that I've gotten for pets over the years with Best Bets for Pets, we've been on for 12 years. And one of my favorite things I love for my pets to have are water fountains. I have this like love for them. Matter of fact, I think I'm at the point now that each one has their own fountain, which is kind of crazy considering I have five cats and one dog now. But we'll talk a little bit more about pet safe later, but let's talk about water fountains. Thank you so much for the samples you sent. I love them, but not everybody sees the value in a fountain for their pet. And people, you know, there's this, idea that, oh, well, you know, I really only need it for if I have a cat, because cats don't like to drink much, you know, I don't really need it for a dog. And, you know, they're messy, or I have to clean them up, and they need to, you know, have all this extra work and blah, blah, blah. I don't think that's the truth. But you're the expert. So let's talk a little bit about well, before we get into the deal about all the details on the fountains. Let's talk about hydration first. Why do you think we have this stigma with water fountains and why is it better than still water for our pets?
2: Absolutely. So it all starts back with nature, right? The natural tendencies for an animal is to go to running water because that's the safest water to drink. So if you think about your pets at home, they automatically will go towards a running faucet, whether it be cats jumping up onto the sink and trying to drink from the sink that you're trying to wash your hands in, or something, they are always running towards the natural movement of water and that sound of water. So, the importance of hydration and why fountains is really to give them that natural sound, the natural moving water to help draw them in. If you didn't know already, it's recommended that pets get one ounce of water per one pound of body weight daily. And that can add up to be a lot. And if they're not drinking that, they're going to be dehydrated throughout the day. I have a question for you. I know that
1: it's natural that pets go to running water in the wild. Is that because it's
2: cleaned out? Why is that? It is just the natural instincts within the body that just pulls them in that direction. Like we're all born with it. And pets, whether it be dogs, cats, hamsters, turtles, everybody is always geared towards the need for clean and healthy water for survival tactic. And it's, so it's it's just been always something that, that pets always gear themselves to. I think cats show it the best with their need to go and drink water out of the faucet versus the bowl that's sitting right next to the sink.
1: Yeah, that makes a lot of sense. And it's probably because then naturally it's cleaner. It's moving. Yes, correct. So I wonder if that's because maybe cats are smarter, no offense. And I wonder if that's because years and years ago before there were that many fountain options, my dog used to stir her water up in the bowl. Oh, really? Yep. It just made it dirtier because her paw was dirty, but she used to stir it up. That was her thing.
2: I don't know yeah and you'll see that with puppies even because they'll play in the water to get it to move before they'll drink now you said 1 ounce per pound of body weight that
1: yeah. can yeah can definitely add up to a lot and there's pet owners that aren't quite sure of how to make sure their, you know, pets are hydrated, especially. I think we run into that especially with cats because you some cats just are not water drinkers. I think if you start them with water, they have water, but some are just not. What have you run into with that situation?
2: Yeah, actually, the fountains were developed by a veterinarian in the late 1990s for that solution specifically. So the person that we acquired the fountains, the drink well fountains from, created these because she was seeing clients bringing in cats and they just weren't drinking enough water and there was no way for them to entice them to do it. So by introducing, by developing and, and creating this fountain, she was able to create a better way for pet parents to give their cats the appropriate amount of water or a better amount of water than what they were getting originally. So it really all started there with the need overall just in net dehydration. You know, when you go to the vets and they'll check your cat by squeezing the top of their skin to see how dehydrated they are. It's something that has, I know it's helped me even with our older cats. I mean, we have three fountains set up at all times plus bowls so that they have their choice of what they want to go to. That's interesting about the skin test. I've
1: heard that for people too, but that's the test people can do. Are you dehydrated? If your skin doesn't go back down and you pinch it, but I didn't know that about cats. That's interesting that I didn't know that. How did I not know that in all these years of doing different products on Best Bets for Pets about um, that a veterinarian developed fountains for cats, but I know that they were first marketed toward cats because cats generally are finicker and they generally are not watered drinkers like dogs are for the most part. So yeah, interesting. I think I don't have a still bowl anymore in my house. I think I have all fountains because no one liked the still bowl and it just got dirty. Let's talk about the fountains that you have. There's three main ones that I received. There's the drink well fountain, the creekside ceramic fountain. Those two are my favorite, but I also really like the stainless steel fountain. So what are the differences And is there one special for, you know, if you have more than one cat or is one more particular for a dog? Actually,
2: dogs will use any of them. I think it's just a matter of how quickly they they drink the water, which is why we offer different sized fountains available for people to choose from. One that you have, the drink well one gallon is the plastic version. So that's kind of the entry level point, And it is bigger than the offering of the other two. The other two only hold 60 ounces, but it's kind of like a good, better, best selection of products for consumers. The plastic is, hey, I can get you into something that's going to be functional in your household and that you can use on a regular basis and it's easy to take care of and it's light. Just
1: to give everybody a good picture, that kind of the spout is kind of flat and the water comes out of that flat spout at the top, right?
2: Yes. And you can actually determine how heavy of a flow you have that comes out of it too for that one which i really like about it it's kind of fun especially when you're introducing it to animals but you can increase the flow to kind of attract them to it or you can decrease it if you have a pet that is super shy around the fountain so that's really a nice aspect of it but for materials aspect we offer three different materials we offer plastic because most pets will be okay with plastic and it works and it's easy to clean. Everything we create, we create to make sure that it's, one, safe for the pet. So everything, even our plastics um, are human-grade food plastics so that it's safe for people to use. And on top of that, which I love, they're available to go into the dishwasher. You can put any of them into the top rack of the dishwasher and clean it and they'll come out and it's easy. The only thing you can't put in there is the pump. Then the ones, I don't know if you've ever heard of it, but some cats will get chin acne, which is the bumps on the bottom of their chin. And it's because they have an allergy to plastics. So, because of that, we created the stainless steel version for them, so that they don't have it, They don't react to that in the same way. So, it's really a nice product for people to move over to if they're starting to see that issue with their their cats. And of course, then some people just prefer that material over plastic in general. And then our kind of higher end is the ceramic. The thing I love about the ceramic is you get playful pets who love to step up on products or, or Play within it. The ceramic is a heavy duty version of it and it'll prevent the animal, mostly puppies, but it'll prevent the animal from moving the dish around on your floor or at least slow it down uh, for the most part because we can't necessarily control what bigger dogs do versus little dogs.
1: (laughs) True. And while I've never come home to an upside down fountain, I've come home to upside down feed bowls, that's for sure. Oh, and yes. and other, other strange things <laughs> as uh, pet parents that we come home to. But the ceramic fountain, I think, is amazing. It looks like, to give everybody a visual, to me, it
2: looks like a little volcano. I love that one. That's really a nice one for a space saving. And then we have a couple ones that are a little bit bigger. They give me an extra 20 ounces, but they're just a different shape. And we have one of them that offer different colors, which I love. There's a beautiful Himalayan blue that we offer in it too. That's just beautiful. But anyways, it's besides the point. I think they're
1: great.
0: We're going to take a short break and we'll be right back. For those fortunate to have experienced the deep bond and unconditional love of a companion animal, the death that follows can be one of the most difficult and misunderstood losses to go through. Many times, this devastating loss goes unrecognized and trivialized by family and friends, leaving grieving pet parents struggling to find healthy ways to cope with the loss. In And I Love You Still, a thoughtful guide and remembrance journal for healing the loss of a pet And I love you still. A thoughtful guide and remembrance journal by Julianne Corbin is now available for purchase on Amazon and other major book retailers. Let's talk pets. Let's talk pets on Pet Life Radio. Pet Life Radio. PetLifeRadio.com. <laughs> Welcome back, everyone. We're
1: to Kelly from PetSafe about water fountains. They make so many great kinds. You know, we talked about already why moving water is, you know, more instinctive for your pet than still water. Are there any unique benefits to a fountain versus still water that we wouldn't have thought about other than maybe
2: the bowl gets dirty? Yeah, absolutely. It actually will move stuff around in the bowl and move it to the edge and kind of away from where your pet is drinking. But we also have filters that we include in it. One is a foam filter that's made out of coconut fibers that you put around the motor and it'll catch some of the hairs and stuff and prevent you from having to clean it every two weeks, essentially. The other one we use is a charcoal filter that goes in kind of near the top of the tower, if you will, and that the water gets pulled through it. And it essentially will take, it'll limit, it won't take all the smells, but it'll cut down on the smells within the water. So if you have like a highly chlorinated water, it helps to clean out some of that smell. So it makes it more attractive to your pets.
1: Okay. And what about a fountain for certain pets? So we've talked about the ceramic fountain is, you know, a little more engaging for playful pets and the plastic drink well fountain is good for maybe an entry level for someone that hasn't used a fountain before. So it's really affordable. Do people need, you know, if they're thinking, you know, I've always had a bowl of water out there, but I really like the idea of the fountain. Is there a particular fountain that they should try over another one? Are they all basically pretty good? Is there one that, you know, if you have a cat, this is the one for you? You know, I know cats and this seems to be true for, uh, I think almost all the fountains I've ever seen. Most fountains have a flat wide bowl. So you're not going to run into that whisker business for cats. You know, their whiskers aren't going to touch and make them not willing to drink. Although most cats are side drinkers, which is kind of interesting, but is yes. there is, is there a particular type of fountain for a particular type of cat?
2: I think it depends on your pet's personality and how outgoing or shy that they are as well. We have quieter phones that'll draw them in and like the gallon, the drinkable gallon where you can turn the water flow up or down depending on your cat, what they need. We also have, if you for like multi-pet households, because we know that's also, I myself have three dogs and two cats. So I'm there with you in regards to, we need to keep the water in the bowls at the same time so I buy the big ones.
1: Wait, how many? I have to ask you, Kelly, how many do you have? How many fountains?
2: I have a small butterfly fountain that I use for my cats and it has a tray in it and they like using that because they can either drink out of where the water's flowing out of the fountain part or they can drink out of the tray because it's kind of an oval aspect. My dogs, I actually use the drink well. I have a one gallon and then a two gallon as well and it's, Funny to watch them interact with it. It's between the three of them, I have my girl dog who will drink out of the spout as it's coming out because it's clean water that the boys haven't tainted. And then each of the boys will one will drink just out of the regular side of the bowl, and then the other one will drink where the water hits and kind of catch it as it's streaming. And it's pretty consistent on a regular basis, which is funny. But it also depends on how thirsty they are, I think, and and how much water they want right away. <laughs>
1: They're so funny. What about getting your, you know, for getting a pet parent used to using a fountain? Is there a learning curve? Is it that difficult? And then what about introducing your pet to a fountain? So first for pet parents, I mean, I find fountains pretty easy. Yes. To deal with. You're the expert, so I'd rather you explain it. But for me, it's like plug in
2: and go. Put water. Yes. Right? Right completely. I think it depends on the fountain you get. So there's two different types. There's a closed well. So there are fountains that you'll see that have a well of water and then a tray that sits on top. So it when the water comes out, it hits that tray and then it all circulates back down into the well. And then there's what we call an open well version that doesn't have the tray on the top. Both are pretty easy. The open well is pretty easy to keep because you can visually look quickly and it's easy to tell the water level and when to fill it up. I think people get overwhelmed because of the instructions after talking to some people. They get overwhelmed because of the instructions when they buy their fountain and they're like, oh my gosh, there's so many instructions here. But I think you need to put that to the side. It's super simple to keep. You can pick them up. If you buy ours all of ours are dishwasher safe. I will warn you, not every brand has that safety. I've melted a few in my dishwasher. <laughs> and it's just the the round rule of make sure that you wash the pump out by hand and you do that about once a month and then switch out the filters about once a month and you will be good. I will tell you a tidbit, that foam filter that is used, you can generally extend that life by just washing it out because it truly is meant to just kind of catch hairs. And if you have coon hounds or someone a dog that slobbers like I do, it kind of catches and stops that from entering into the motor or slows it down anyhow. But they are super simple to use. And it's easy and you feel good because you don't realize how much water your dog drinks until they start drinking out of a fountain and then you're filling it up regularly on a daily basis.
1: And then you're feeling like the best pet parent because your pooch or your cat is drinking water and they should be drinking water and you can report to the vet, yes, they're drinking water, right? Yes. I mean, it's yeah. It's one of those things that you just don't think about really for dogs, but you know, for cats, it's like, well, you know, they sometimes do My cat drinks as much as my
2: dog does. Yes. The dog's a little dog though. <laughs> well, that's even more important too, because I, I find that Between kidney issues and urinary infections, by having a fountain, it helps them drink more and they're they're less apt to get that, which is super helpful, I think. We also carry a little one when we go and visit people. If we're going for like a week somewhere, we'll carry one with just so we can kind of give them water that tastes more similar to home. And it's more, it's something that they're used to when they go and visit versus trying to drink out of somebody else's bowl. I always found when we went somewhere, the dogs were always kind of like, and they weren't quite sure whether or not they could drink that water. So it's just kind of a fun thing that I do. My husband might kill me, but yeah. That's a good (laughs) idea.
1: Plus, you don't know other dogs slobber. It's almost like sharing a bottle of water with somebody else. You're like, do I really want to drink that? (laughs) not quite as bad. I mean, dogs do other stuff that we don't do, like the sniffing the butt business. But, you know, it's still I'm sure some dogs are like, you know, a little picky when it comes to the drinking water. What about getting your dog or cat used to a fountain? Because that sometimes seems to be a challenge. I'll tell you what I did. And I don't know if this is, <laughs> this is the lazy way or, you know. I just put it there and left the still bowl, but put my fountain out and said, here you go. And three of my cats are inside because two are like feral community, but they have a fountain too. Their, their house is right outside my house. And so it took, Charlotte is the least likely, she's the most timid. And so it took her a little while, but they all just eventually came around. But do you have yeah. any better tidbits than what I did? <laughs> you know, I tell people? you
2: that challenge has made some people return their fountains and it always makes me go, oh, like I wish you went out to our blogs and read a little bit because we can help you. One of the easiest things to do is to just set it. You were right on the track, the good track, by the way, of setting your their existing bowl and then putting the fountain next to it so that they can start associating the two and they'll eventually start trying it. One other thing that we recommend is that you turn the fountain off and then just let them use it as a still bowl for a while so that they get used to the actual fountain. And in the ones where you have the adjustable water flow, you can turn it on so it just trickles a little bit and then kind of bring it up gradually over a week and that helps the pets adjust as well. And then there's always the real big cheater way you can you could do it. Some people will open a can of tuna and pour some tuna juice in the water while the fountain's running. And that always entices your animal to come and drink as long as they like tuna. I haven't met one yet who doesn't like tuna, but yeah,
1: especially <laughs> cats, but dogs too. Yes. You no? Know? Yes. That's another question. That I was going to ask you is if you are, and great tips, by the way, but you know, just to comment on that and to you know, validate your point, I really think it's a matter, just like you know, once we have fur babies for a long enough time, we just think of them just like people, you know, but yeah, it, it seems like just you know, like when you're changing their food, whatever, anytime you do something of change, it seems like a gradual because from. Everyone I've talked to over the years, you know, dogs and cats are creatures of habit. They just like us humans, you know, and we like change to come in small increments very gradually and anytime there's a drastic change, we tend to not like it as much. And I think it's the same for our fur babes. So I really like that idea of like gradually changing it and having options. What about if you do put in either an additive, because some people like to, there's, you know, different medications or probiotics, or like you said, you could put tuna juice
2: to get them used to would that harm the fountains at all? Additives will not harm the fountains that we have found to date. The one thing I would caution against is if you use an additive, you may want to remove the charcoal filter out of it because essentially the charcoal filter will change that additive. It'll make it less strong for what you need it to do, if that makes sense, because it's filtering out impurities in the water. And so therefore, we've done some testing and it doesn't endanger anyone by adding the additive with the charcoal filter. It just weakens what you add to the water.
1: Okay, that makes a lot of sense. Now, PetSafe is a big company, and you guys have a lot of other products. So I know that your specialty is the water and feed section. But can you just give us for people that I don't know who, but maybe there's some people out there listening that haven't heard of PetSafe before, or probably know your products, but have seen them in stores. What kind of products does PetSafe manufacture?
2: We manufacture all what we call hard goods. So it is anything that is physical that your dog doesn't eat, essentially. Well, or shouldn't eat. Maybe I should put it that way. (laughs) We do anything from toys to travel units, like we have car carriers and steps to get into the cars. We basically manufacture anything to make the life of the parent and their pet child easier throughout life. One of my favorite things I think that I've learned and I'm sure you're probably familiar with it, we have something called scoop-free cat litter unit and it's automated. My husband has like just given good kudos about that product up and down left and right because it helps and it actually is kind of a nice symbiotic thing to have with the fountain as well because it's like they both kind of sit together and it just makes life easier between you and your cat completely. We have halters and leads and oh my gosh that's horse stuff so I apologize collars and leashes
1: You know, (laughs) people that listen have every, there's some people that have rabbits and goats. And I was talking to someone He said, I said, is that your dog? I couldn't identify the kind. He goes, no, it's my goat. I said, do you have a goat? So everything, people have everything that listen.
2: Yes. Yes, definitely. (laughs) I have chickens and I want to try, I'm going to get a fountain to put out there too, because I want to try that with them and hopefully it'll keep the water a little bit cleaner for them.
1: They need to be hydrated also, right? Absolutely. You know, so where can people learn more about Petsafe products, and where can they buy them?
2: We have a ton of information out on Petsafe.net, or if you search Petsafe.com, you'll find it there too. The two websites are symbiotic, and then you can find our products, especially with water and feeders as well. You can find them on Amazon, Chewy any pet specialty online. These are bigger items, so they might not necessarily carry them in store. But I know we have product both in Pet Safe and Pet Co., as well as smaller, more mom and pop companies as well. So we're everywhere. You just may not see us because we're not at the front of the store. And it's one of those things that you don't necessarily look for unless you know about it. You don't necessarily see unless you know about it, I guess I should say.
1: Well, right. And you don't buy, you know, you buy your treats every day. You don't buy a fountain every day. But I've had fountains now for at least one or two going for, I think, at least 10 years. And- Wow. I'm a huge, huge fan of them. We didn't always have quite so many, but we had one, then two, then three. And not all were samples from for Best Bets for Pets. We've bought fountains as well. And, you know, there's a lot of different kinds of ones. There's some that change colors and some that you move by and they go on, whatever. I like more hopes. I might be somebody uh, might not love it. Like what I'd say, but my personal opinion is I like the ones that are more functional, better. I really like the pet safe ones that I've tried. I find them to be very functional driven versus what's the word versus like kind of hip frivolous, you know? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you know, glowing, you know, my partner, he likes disco stuff. So he likes that one of them looks like a (laughs) disco ball. I just wanted to work like a good fountain headset. And that's what I love about the pet safe fountains. I find them to be super functional. They were easy for me to set up and I'm bad at reading directions too. So I love that, that they were easy to put up. They are durable. One is outside. So it does get dirty, super easy to clean. So I really recommend your pet safe. I think they're all great and have one of everyone set up. So I,
2: I love them. I just want to say first and foremost, thank you by you saying that. I mean, our goal is to be functional and to make lives easier and better for both pet parents and the furry pet kids. We love them. I mean, PetSafe, we do Bark for Your Park, which I would say go out to PetSafe.com and check that out. Every year we put money towards communities that are proud about their their dog parks and want to submit them so that we can help make them better by just giving a small donation to help kind of make improvements that are needed. And it's one of the things that I am so proud of that we do for PetSafe. And we truly are a ground up type of company that ever, it started in Knoxville, Tennessee and we are so proud as a company to be able to help everybody um, and their their fur kids. I mean it's so important to us overall and I think it really shows in the products that we develop. So I'm super happy that you complimented us so so thank you.
1: Oh thank you. Thank you so much for coming on best bets for pets and keep doing what you're doing because your products are great. Um, your fountains are phenomenal. And I love them. Listeners, if you're thinking about getting <laughs> a fountain for your pets, first of all, highly recommended. They don't get dirty like the still bowls with hairs and things and all kinds of cr- crazy, weird stuff in them, which happens. It just happens. And then they're, they drink more. They're going to be healthier, right? I mean, and, yeah. and they're not expensive.
2: No, they're not cheap. But you don't want to go cheap for your pets either. But they are not expensive. No, we're not talking
1: hundreds of dollars. We're not even talking in the hundreds. I think I saw some of the one they started, am I right? Like around
2: 40? Yep. We have our cute little whimsical butterfly fountain that you can get for, I think it's $26 unless you get it on sale. And then they go up from there. But yeah, we have a little bit of everything for everyone. We truly do want to help.
1: Yeah, that's pretty inexpensive. I mean, some fancy bowls, just a bowl
2: by itself can be 30 bucks and it's a bowl. So, and the nice thing is with our customer service, everybody's so friendly and we will help you guys out if there's any challenges or whatever too with the product. So,
1: always feel free to call. That's great to hear. Well, Kelly, thank you so much for coming on Best Bets for Pets and telling us all about the Pet Safe fountains and that people can go to petsafe.net or petsafe.com. Correct. Thank you so
2: much for your time today. This was
1: fun. Oh, it was a lot of fun. Thank you. I hope all of you enjoyed this show. I had a great time. And, you know, if you're thinking, yeah, sure, she has that many fountains, I promise you I do. I have four in my house, one outside, and my pets love them. Mr. Zeus, when, you know, my fur babe, he's gone about two years now. He was a huge, huge fountain drinker. I had to transition him, you know, from a pup in 2005, but he got used to it and he was drinking from fountains till he went to Rainbow Bridge. Nikki loves the fountains. Charlotte, these are the cats, Charlotte, Molly and Dennis all drink from the fountains. Sammy and Jethro, my outdoor kitties, because, you know, they're kind of feral community cats. Sammy has her thing, so they're outdoor kitties, but they have a fountain, too, because it's healthier for them, and, you know, being outdoors, they get dirtier faster, so no still bowls for them. They have a fountain also, so please be sure to take a look at the petsafe.net site. They have a lot of different options and really reasonable prices. I want to thank my guest, Kelly, for coming on best best for pets and sharing her wonderfully informative knowledge about fountains for all of us again thanks to my fur babe crew for drinking from their new fountains and trying them out as well as you know drinking from the ones that they had they kind of prefer the new ones so i think i'm going to be buying some more pet safe fountains for them (laughs) spoiled babies as they are and of course thanks to everyone listening to best bets for pets i appreciate you so much and of course a huge thank you to mark winner for making me and my guests sound amazing now keep listening you never know what we're going to have next on best bets for pets
0: let's talk pets every week on demand